1: What's your weird story? Hello, Weirdsville. Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're caffeinated like I am. Uh, Probably way too caffeinated for 7 o'clock at night. But I am here uh, with bells on. And I am ready to get this thing started with my co-host, Mr. Adam Beebe. How are you, Adam?
0: I am doing all right. Thank you very much, Barry. I am not uh, super caffeinated and jazzed like you over there, just punching the air. You, everybody at home doesn't realize that uh, I've been on this Skype call with Barry for about 10 minutes, and the last uh, five minutes of which has just been Barry running around his bedroom punching the air. Um <laughs> I mean, it's been very entertaining. Not very good for a a podcast, but uh, visually uh, quite stunning. That's what I do. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why he pulled his underwear uh, up his butt like a, uh, like a, in a wedgie, like a, kind of like a sumo, but hey. It's what I'm into. I dig it. Hey, I support my friends. It's, I'm not going to yuck your yum, but uh, that's what it is. So
1: beautiful. Beautiful.
0: so yeah, so uh, <laughs> that's where I'm at. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that tells me everything I need to know.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> How's things?
0: Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Um, I'm still uh, do, working with my students in making their comic books. They did their first story was turned in. And uh, it was uh, really great, man. Um, very surprised, very pleased with the efforts that have gone into it, and um, you know how they've taken. Uh, uh, we've we've had class criticism. We talk about the works. And people offer up suggestions how to make things stronger. And uh, it's been really cool. And so it's very exciting. And, uh, you know, I mean, like I have a really mixed bag of students. They're not all art students. Uh, You know, there's I've got, you know, people who are in in psychology Mm -hmm. and um, who are in, you know, um, uh, like urban planning and geology and all sorts of crazy stuff. Nice. Um, Outside of art, you know. So it's been really cool seeing everyone's uh, what everybody brings with them, yeah, uh, and puts
1: and channels through. That's cool. Their work. That's so. awesome, man. Yeah, I can I can imagine it's it it must be pretty rewarding to see. You know, I think it probably much like doing this show, where like you don't know what you what to expect. We get a guest that comes on, and it's like, oh wow, they're pulling us into their world mm-hmm. to see what people are capable of, especially when you have sort of an end goal, you know, this is kind of what we're working towards and see how many different people come at that from so many different places. That must be cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's been really, uh, it's been really awesome, dude. I mean, like, I don't know. I can't really describe it. It's, it's, it's been one of the most rewarding things I've done. I'm, i those just extremely uh, pleased and, uh, you know, uh, and blessed, I guess, yeah. uh, to have this opportunity to do it. And hopefully I can do it again uh, and, you know, and, and more stuff uh, like that in the future would be fantastic.
1: So. Absolutely.
0: We need things in that
1: like that in life to inspire us. And, uh, and we've got an inspiration, uh, an interesting story, a lot of interesting stories, mm-hmm. an interesting person that we brought on today. And uh, we can't we can't say enough about April. She's uh, she's really great, and uh, so happy that she was able to make it on.
0: Yes, April came through us uh, through our mutual friend Dr. Lisa friends, Dr. Lisa, and through Michael a few episodes back. And she has some extraordinary abilities and some extraordinary stories. Um, and it's you know she, her 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 life is is quite extraordinary so april thank you for joining us what's your weird story
2: thank you oh i just have so many um, so yeah um i don't even know where to start i mean i came into i was born on so i'm a psychic medium and um you know, I don't, I don't really like that. I didn't like it. Like my whole life, I tried to give it back. I was like, this fucking sucks. Like I hate mm. this whole, mm. the whole thing. So most of my journey was about me trying to like find acceptance in all of that. And, uh, you know, from a very young age, I just, you know, I was seeing, I was seeing fairies and dead people and aliens and Bigfoot and all this stuff. Oh, so wow. it's, you know, there was, there was no realm that I really couldn't tap into. Man. And most of my experiences have been trying to make sense of it, um, accept it and then embrace it. And now I get to go back and help others figure out their shit. Right. That's, like, ooh, <laughs> that's
1: awesome. Great. Very cool. That's, yeah. Was that a, um, we've talked before cause we've had some psychics on, um, and Adam and I have talked before how, just how difficult that would be to shut off that.
2: Yeah.
1: Is that the hard part for you?
2: So you don't, there really isn't a shut off that's, Mm. I mean, there, there wasn't for me, I can't speak for anyone else. Um, I tried that (laughs) <laughs> and it didn't work. Um, in fact, my life got worse when I tried it. When mm-hmm. um, I kept, kept yeah. repressing and kept trying to, you know, push it down and push it away and and be someone that I wasn't, my, act- my life got worse and I had more tower moments and more chaos and more di- dark nights of the mm-hmm. soul and all this stuff. And, uh, yeah, so for me, I couldn't turn it off. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't dampen it. Mm-hmm. So that way you can still have whatever sort of normalcy there is in your human experience.
1: Sure. Yeah. Okay. I get that.
0: So when did, so you said you're, you're I mean, you were born with it. You've had earlier in your life. When did you kind of come to realize that not everybody was really like you Yeah. seeing so, all the other things?
2: Yeah. So that's a great question. Um, I grew up, um, my, My family, my parents were drug dealers and prostitutes. So I grew up in a very um, harsh environment. Lots of toxic and drugs and bad stuff and, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Um, And there was a lot of uh, abuse in all the forms, too. So uh, when I was about... oh. I guess I was probably about four or five when I started to realize that um, I would, I would approach my, my mom mostly, but it, it, you know, my parents in general, and I would talk about the fairies or the people talking to me or the things and, and it was always brushed off for, Oh, it's her imagination. Right, yeah. but it's, it's So I got to a point, I learned very quickly that, These other people aren't seeing the things that I see. And I was also getting in trouble for being a bother. So Mm. I learned very, very young age to shut my fucking mouth.
0: Right. Right. Mm. Yeah.
2: Flip it, shut it, don't bring it up, because all it's going to do is put the focus on me. And we don't want focus on me because I'm a bother. My presence is a bother. And so there were so many layers to to all that stuff. And so I, I, yeah, so I just kind of was conditioned that way. I didn't, I didn't come into a family that had, you know, lines of psychics before me and all the stuff. And, and I was it, I was the change maker. I was a cycle breaker. That was, I was the black sheep. I was, I was here to do a mission and that was it. And so, um, so yeah, I didn't have that kind of nurturing in my abilities. It was, not, you know, the pretty little picture that I would hope for it to be.
1: (laughs) Sure. Do you think that in a way helped you? Like, I know that's hard to say.
2: No, no, it's not hard to say. But but Do you think,
1: I mean, I know that, 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 that obviously it, 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 it formed who you were, you know? Totally. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. Um, I I can say this. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go back and change it.
1: Right. That's great. That's
2: great. uh, It definitely propelled me. To this very moment where if I didn't have all these abilities and all these strengths and all this character and -hmm. personality, well, then I couldn't go back and do what I do now.
1: That's fantastic. You have a You have a view that probably most people don't have. That's 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 your unique view on things. I'm sure helps you in in that way. Uh, It's got to.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, I would hope. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Um, I think, like you said, it's got to. And there was a lot that I came through because, you know, like I said, we I grew up with all the abuse. Uh, my dad died when I was 15 mm. uh, from a drug overdose. Wow, um, he was, wow. I think he was 33. He was so young.
1: Oh, man.
2: He was so, so young. And I had all this death. And then... um you know i had all these dysfunctional relationships because i'm doing what i'm i was brought up to do and i had all these problems of my own as i got older and then i had kids and then my own child died in 2012 mm. and that just like that just set everything apart like yeah, at okay. that moment like i'm not sure I'm not sure how I came back from that, um, and most of the time I don't think it was me, right? Like I give my angels credit because my human self was like, "Fuck you, I'm checked out." Like, I'm yeah.
0: like
2: yeah, right,
0: right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to play
2: your games anymore.
0: <laughs> sure. I wow. can't even imagine what what the, that, the loss of a child. I mean, I only have cats and, uh, you know, I don't have any kids, but I can't even imagine what that would be like. And, you know, having to and just, yeah, I lost my father early on as well I as uh, 17. Um, but, you know, I mean, it was from you know, cancer. It wasn't a drug overdose, which yeah. would be just in its own again just tragedy but it's you often see it and I see it in you that these are the kind of unfortunate things that really uh, the cracks that break people that you know yeah. the where they are healed from that uh, they're only stronger you know it's 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 the that's where you know when a I guess when a bone breaks and it heals, it's stronger at the break because it's, you know, that's – or something like that. But that's kind of where I think our spirits are like that too, where when we're broken we and when we heal and we allow ourselves to heal and we embrace, you know, what it is, uh, the tragedy and that we have to let it go as well, you know, to let – people go uh, to their, the next thing, but into, so uh, we are are stuck in our lives as it were that we, that you get stronger from that. And it sounds like you just, uh, obviously um, you're you, you seem like you already present, you present a lot of strength of character just by, you know, in by your presence, but knowing that little bit about you, uh, just underlines all that. From, from from my humble point well, of view. Well, thank you. Right?
2: <laughs> and it's like you said, you know, sometimes those things in life, it's not that they don't hurt when they happen, mm-hmm. but when they happen and they happen, they definitely hurt different every oh, time. Yeah. sure. And that's those things where you build and you're used. It's like a practice, yep. you know, yep. like anything else. And so I would agree with you on that.
1: How do you, can you speak on that a little bit about what you're, I mean, I, I don't want to get to uh, however, in depth yeah, you yeah. get, but however, how do you,
3: how,
1: how do you, how do you do that? How do you, there's a lot of people out there in the world that hurt and that are going through really, really intense things. I can think of a couple of friends right off the top of my head and I find myself not knowing what to say. And uh, it's like any form of condolence that you can think of just sounds so shallow in the moment. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. can you speak from your perspective? How do you, how does a person at the depths of that, how do you come out of it? What is the strength? You know,
2: I wish there was just some one little thing that I could tell you that would apply to everyone. And, and everybody's story is different, but I can tell you for me, um, you know, when I was going through that stuff, I think a lot of people, have sympathy they don't Mm -hmm. know what to say and they don't have um they can't resonate with how you're feeling because they haven't experienced something so fucking traumatic
3: yeah
2: um and the best thing for me in my own experience was just you don't have to say a word yeah. You can sit there with your fucking mouth shut. That's I just need to know you're there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where it's 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 finding intimacy and just having somebody there. They don't have to say the right thing. They don't have to save you. It doesn't have to be about them trying to rescue you. That's not what it's about at all. Just having someone there that you can feel safe mm-hmm. to grieve around was really it for me. And that's not something I had. Everybody wanted wanted to soothe their own insecurities because I don't know what to say. I don't know what right. I had people fucking get mad at me because I didn't call them up and ask them for help.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah,
2: I had people. So, I mean, I there was all kinds of things that came from her death. I, I learned so much about myself. Um, and the people that I had in my environment around me every day. So, yeah, I would say that the biggest thing is, you know, um, when we have feelings, those are there for a reason. They are, they are flags, they're indicators. They're saying, Hey, something's off. It's not supposed to feel like this. I would say, don't repress it. Don't mm-hmm. shove it down. Don't cover it up with, you know, whatever you're trying fucking look at it. Peel it apart. Give it a voice because that's what it needs or else it's just going to sit there and keep fucking with you.
0: Yeah, yep. yeah it's sometimes it's um, just giving somebody a hug when you don't know what to say says way more than you could ever do.
2: Yeah, just being there and being available without uh, trying to make it about you is really, that is priceless. Wow. All ego aside, it doesn't just be there. Don't make it about you. You don't have to. I mean, and it's not to shame people because a lot of people don't have the skills to know how to separate themselves, right? Um, We all come with these forms of attachment and the way we think things should look in our head and ego and all this stuff. So it's it's not about that. But, you know it's still good to have the awareness and put the messages out there because how else are going to people are people going to learn? Right.
1: Yeah. Do you think that, did your abilities help you through that? Is that part, I mean, I, you know what I mean? Like I I can only imagine that. And I don't even know what that would look like.
2: I'll tell you who my best friends were. Um, (laughs) they weren't human. I'll promise you that. Yeah. Um, my best friends still to this day aren't human, but I think that's just kind of because that's been my whole life. Sure, but during that time, I had a huge, I kid you not, giant green lion named Raul. He was an animal spirit, and he was bigger than my Hummer truck, which I drove back in like Uh 2015. He was bigger than him, he was enormous. I think he was from Neptune, is what he said. Um, or when I don't know if he was from Neptune, but Neptune. Switched a breeze and here came in Raul to help me through like a huge transformational time in my life I know sounds insane, but honestly, it's true. And um, I had all kinds of stories with him. I've had guides and and, uh, Angels and all that that had to get me through this stuff because during the time that my daughter died Which by the way, I wasn't there when she died. Mm -hmm. I had left her dad. He was a narcissistic asshole I called him Satan so that was his nickname for me. Um, he I had left him, gone to put myself in rehab and um was divorcing him and going, you know, doing all the stuff to get myself well so I could move on and be a good mom and do all the stuff, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And while I was in rehab, um she was with uh, him and his parents. And they left her unattended in the backyard, and she drowned herself in the pool.
1: Oh, my gosh. So
2: I had to—I was out of state in California fighting for all of our lives, Um, and then I had to come back in the shock of it all, plan a funeral, tell her brothers and sisters, um, do all the stuff. And then um, the worst part after all that was I knew I was going to kill myself. I knew without a doubt that I was going to die if I didn't put myself back in that rehab and lock myself up. Wow! So that was the most tormenting decision for me to make because my kids obviously needed me the most right then. Um, and they were begging me in excruciating pain, don't leave, don't leave. But I knew if I didn't, they would never have another mom again, right. ever. Right. And, and that was the hardest decision for me to make ever in my life. And I, would I say that I had help? Yeah, but it wasn't human help. Wow. It was not human.
1: Wow. Oh.
2: I had a whole team game telling, laying it out for me. You got to do these things. And I just, at that point, you know, I wasn't going to, my ego was nowhere, uh, nowhere sanely activated. So you just surrender. Okay, cool. Whatever. Whatever you say.
1: Are these entities that um, have come into your life, they present themselves at a different time in your life? Did you have new entities that come along in these harrowing, difficult times?
2: So Raul was new to me. Um, He came in later. So I've had galactics, fairies, guides, and spirit animals, all kinds of interactions. Um, Bigfoot's been, the collective's been with me for like the last year. So I've had uh, actual Bigfoot experiences, even physically. Wow. Um, and wow. so there's been, yeah, I mean, I can call whoever I want to be honest with you. I don't mean to sound like, you know, whatever, but it's, uh, it's some people call it psychic medium channeling. I'm more like a portal. They just kind of in and out whenever, whenever they want, whenever I have a, a need or a message, I, I have the ability to just call who call in whoever I need, or they just kind of show up right at the right time. And, and that's who helps.
1: Wow. Wow. Okay, I have to ask because one of our special correspondent, uh who is a big Bigfoot fan, uh, I mean, yes. he's been, I mean, he's he's just, he loves Bigfoot. So uh, Bigfoot. He, he, yeah. Um, how did that start? How,
0: what, 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 what? <laughs> yeah, what tell, yeah. tell us about Bigfoot. Yeah. Just tell oh. us there. Yeah. So
2: it recently started, and I'll tell you why I say recently. So I have had... Um, more. So as I awaken more and allow more in my abilities, more, more comes in and I level up. Right. So that's kind of how it works. Right. Practice makes perfect. So anything you practice just gets better and better. And Mm -hmm. so same, same with my abilities, even though I was born this way, 43 years ago, I'm still learning and still, you know, um, trying to get better at it every day. So about a year ago, I would say this was last December, actually. Um, well, actually I had an experience in 2020 that was specifically I knew it was Bigfoot. And I had one in 2013 that was also Bigfoot but I didn't know it yet.
3: Okay. Um
2: so but in December of last year um Bigfoot had already slowly started kind of like making an appearance. Um the the truth is they were always there. I was not aware of it. Okay. So I'll just say that. Okay. okay. So now a year so ago I'm this- a-
1: is this psychically or physically or both Both. okay wow
2: so so when i say psychic a lot of times people think psychic seeing things with their third eye Mm -hmm. so it's like you know if you think of a memory you usually see a picture in your head right right right. so psychic kind of works like that you'll get visions in your head it kind of looks like a memory in your head or whatever you can kind of visualize yeah but for me it's different um I see things with my physical eyes. So I right. see things okay. with my mental eye and my physical. I do both. Okay. And so um, so that's why I say I have both. So last year in December, this was after having a couple physical experiences, um, I started channeling information from Syrians. They were al- this, these blue-colored aliens. There was three of them, and I was channeling information from them. They showed up. And they were trying to get me to adjust. I was going through these vibrational changes in my throat because I had a channel. And I was like, what? I have to do what? <laughs> I was like, you're going to make me what? I would have never thought that would be coming into my life ever. And so I was like, okay, whatever. So I'm making these adjustments. And then I asked, um, I asked who the being was that was around me. And that's when I figured out it was Bigfoot. And then I started asking the questions, well, where are you from? and asking questions like that and getting all this information, I was like, oh shit. Okay. So this has been you this last couple of years. And so that's it's kind of like putting the pieces together. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you don't always have the information right away. Yeah. And and sometimes the pieces come in you know, as you're comfortable, right? Yeah. Because before you're, you have to remember we're dealing with egos here. Egos are fear, want to keep us safe. And so until I'm evolved enough to allow the information, I can't really piece it together fully. Does that make sense? Yeah,
1: Yeah. 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 That's amazing. Wow. We've had some, some pretty good stories on here about Bigfoot, but you're, this is unique for sure. Absolutely. Would yeah. you
2: like me to share some of the physical experiences?
1: Love yeah. That. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah.
2: All right. So one time in 2013, now mind you, this was at a time I was in a very fear-based place. Uh, my daughter had just died. It'd only been a year. I was grief stricken. I was involved in a very violent relationship and with a man that cut me with a knife and all kinds of stuff. Mm. So um clearly my picker was broken and i didn't know how to choose them but that's (laughs) neither here nor there because that's not the case anymore but uh so at the time that's that i was in this house on brewer street in Vista, texas right it's like a two level house and the top level was kind of like a it was like a one bedroom um home and then the bottom level was kind of like what he called a man cave he just kind of created it for storage hangout, whatever, laundry, but it was an unfinished. It was like unfinished. So it wasn't like walled up and drywall and all the stuff. None of that was going on. And to get to the downstairs, you, you had to go outside the door and down the stairs. So you had to go outside to go in the other doors for the downstairs. Yeah. So if you can picture that, and then in the, uh, the upstairs there's um, like the, the front door is like glass so you can see through it. And then there's um, French doors on the porch that are all glass. You can see everything through it. Okay. So one night, <clears throat> I'm um, I'm laying in bed. It's late. My son's in his room with the door shut. He's got school the next day. Um, my ex at the time had a real nice drinking problem, and he was already passed out downstairs, drunk. Right. So he'd already gone down there. Um, I was upstairs on the bed with my dog, um, and the bed was by the front door because it was only a one bedroom. So my son was in the one bedroom and we put our bedroom out in like living area. Yeah. So, um, so I was on the bed and my dog was this little cute uh, dachshund who thought she was a bulldog when she needed to be. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So she's laying at the foot of the bed and um, all of a sudden, like there's this huge bang on my front door, mm. like boom, 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 like the cops are fucking there or some shit. Like right. wow. really loud and aggressive sounding. So my dog's like she turns into Rambo all of a sudden. She's like blah, blah, blah. and she's freaking out. And I'm sitting up staring at the door, and I'm like, What the fuck? There's nobody there. Because I can see through it, right? Oh wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. And- like bang 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 and i'm like oh my fucking god so at that point i'm thinking maybe my uh ex at the time was climbed up the stairs and was hunched down and like fucking with me i didn't know what was going on so i was angry because for one you just woke me up
3: thanks yes like
2: i like my sleep so i like (laughs) fling open the door turn on the porch light so now it's bright out everywhere i can see everything and I'm like, what the fuck? I think I even screamed, like, what the fuck? And I'm screaming, and I open the door, and there's nobody there. And I'm like, oh my God. So I'm like looking, and I'm looking. Next thing I know, I'm looking at the stairs. They're right in front of me. And I hear boom, 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 running down the stairs, and there's nothing there. Oh, wow. Completely invisible. Wow. And I'm like, Oh, my. So I'm screaming at the person downstairs, the guy that was passed out drunk. I'm screaming his name. And I'm like, get out out here now. And I'm screaming. Right. He comes stumbling out. He's standing. So I'm at the top of the stairs. He's standing at the bottom of the stairs. And he's like swaying because he was still drunk. Like he was like. (laughs) So like now we're like this facing each other. And this whatever it was that was invisible was now underneath us, underneath me, on the side of the house, growling at both of us. Damn. And he's like, what's that noise? And I'm like, I don't know. And we are we're we can see where the noise is because it's growling at both of us. But there's nothing there.
3: Wow. Oh, man.
2: Neither one of us could figure out what the fuck was going on. Damn. And so it was a big thing. My kid had to go to school the next day. He, he knew all about it. And it wasn't until this year that I realized it was a Bigfoot and it was a teenager Bigfoot. And it wasn't until this year that I figured that out because um, <clears throat> there were other times that I had experiences with Bigfoot that were not that dr- drastic or scary or whatever. At the time, I was afraid. So I was like, ah, whatever. I was raised, you know, around a lot of Christians and LDS and all the stuff. Um, so if you know anything about that, which I think some of you guys do, right? Yeah. Then if you don't know what it is, you just call it de- demonic, right? Exactly. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. It's, a, it's a demon. I don't know what it is, so it's a, yeah. it's a fucking demon. So <laughs> that's where I was. I was like, well, I don't know what it was. I guess it was a demon. Whatever. So <clears throat> this year, um, my Bigfoot guide <laughs> actually gracefully was like, um, remember that time you called me a de- demon? And I was like, what the fuck? That was you. And so like, <laughs> That's kind of how I found out Wow! because, yeah, and that was a long time ago, but it took me, you know, I've gone on this journey since then, obviously. And so he, uh, Bigfoot, I had another experience in 2020 that was not, you know, fear-based or fearful feeling like that because I'd already evolved a lot by then. Um, but it, like I said, it still wasn't until this year that I even realized that I called Bigfoot <laughs> and now I just crack up about it because when what did.
1: <laughs> is is Bigfoot a spiritual um, entity, or is it a is it a little bit of both a physical and a spiritual thing? Because you hear these things about like we mm-hmm. did the Bigfoot festival a couple of years ago, and the first time I ever heard of Bigfoot and UFO sightings coexisting. And something about the two. And so. Is, well,
3: they definitely got together. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I think what Barry's getting at is in the Bigfoot. Is this spiritual community. or is this physical? Yes. Is it well, spiritual or is it biological? Yeah.
2: Okay. So they are, they bounce between fourth and fifth dimension. Okay. So they have, they are engineered differently in the sense that um, they are interdimensional. They are not from here, by the way, but also Mm -hmm. neither are we. So I'll just go ahead and put that out there. So they are not from here. They are from a planet called Maldek. um, And I'll tell you how I found out that information from my Bigfoot this year, too. Okay. Uh, So the planet was destroyed, and now I think the remnants are like an asteroid belt between, like, Mars and Jupiter or some shit. Okay. Um, So... They were originally from there. Their lifespan is like hundreds of years. I think like 800, 1,000, something like that. Wow. Um, Because their their physical bodies aren't like ours, right? So um, besides the fact that they're interdimensional, they also dematerialize, which is what I learned happened when this one was invisible in front of me.
3: Okay. And I was like,
2: oh, God, that makes so much sense, which, you know, at the time. Yeah. I was out of my mind trying to figure out like what this was. So, and as far as spiritual, I mean, we all are that. Um, So we do all have our own oversouls that are uh, experiencing life in different ways. So that way we could have the expansion. So I would say it's all of that.
1: Interesting that that's interesting. I now that you've opened up another doorway here and I've got to ask this question because I am and we're both Adam and I both we're big UFO people. Yeah. Um and what we've learned here recently over the past couple of years about these things and our and our government being involved in this thing and and and, and the question comes up are what we're seeing a humanoid type of a situation where um, maybe humans from the future or, or something is sort of spying on us or doing whatever they do. Um, but the the big question has always been the missing link for human race and this whole idea of UFOs. And I'm thinking, you know, there's, yeah, there's what's the missing what's link? The where do we race? come from? Were we engineered, specifically to create something like, I kind of feel like there was a book I read uh, this, it's like a a sci-fi book a long time ago about, um, the the group, a group of people that were basically their entire lives were spent feeding a machine and, 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 and they didn't realize they were feeding the machine until they were outside of the machine. They got, you know, um, I just wonder, are we, were we put yeah. here to create something or were we created by something else? What are your thoughts on it?
2: I think that, um, I think that we were all, everything's created by source, right? Like whatever your source, your idea of God is source, universe, universe, whatever that is for you. But, um, I also know that we were engineered, and this is information that I channeled from my own galactics. So take it for what it's worth. Okay. If, it, if it doesn't resonate, whatever. Um, we were engineered because um, we were not uh, we were not advancing spiritually enough, fast enough. Uh, if that makes sense.
3: Um,
2: and so I think we were helped along the way. Um, so we could make this shift. There's, you know, these different shifts. Um, so, um, when I asked my guides, I asked my galactic team, um, even more specifically about my own, my own self, because I can't speak for everyone. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Um, I know that I am part of a hybrid program and I know that I was, I was modified and had I not been modified, I couldn't be here to serve my mission because I came into this incarnation even when I was, like, three years old. I knew I was not from Earth. I've mm. always known gotcha. I am not from this planet. And most of us aren't. We don't – are. most of us, our souls even are not. You know what I mean? It's yeah, not yeah, yeah. Earth that we – yeah, so – I always just kind of knew. And there's stories even that I have about my mom and and we joke about her abduction and 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 all the you, you know, all the things that happened to me that I should have been dead like so many times. Um even being born with only one lung. And now wow. miraculously I have two. Somehow I regenerated Whoa. my lung in the last couple of years. And so when I tell you wow. that, I'm, right. So lots of miraculous healings that it's like, how the fuck could that even happen? Um, things that like, you know, that I can back up with proof because, uh, I know how I was born and there were x-rays and, you know, all the things I went through and, and all the stuff. So yeah, I would say that, uh, there's lots of, um, engineering and modifications that happen so that way we can advance and um they're there to help us right they're like Mm. our loving guides they just want to help us that's not to say everybody has great intentions Mm. right? right even in the human race not everybody has great intentions but you also don't have to participate we are still in charge Right. Like my house, my rules, I'm in charge. If I don't want to work with you, I'm not going to work with you. Right. So there is some there's there's still I can imagine.
1: Yeah, you got to have a match. I mean, it's got to be it's just like any other relationship, uh, although yours is on a way different level. But you're if you're helping someone, it's got it. The vibes got to be good. Mm-hmm. yeah you know yeah
2: and i think that's uh, i think a lot of people that have like abductions in their life and and i say that because i also have that but okay is it's because it's uh, you know again it goes back to that conversation we had earlier oh my god i don't know what happened it scared me let's call it demonic
3: right
2: it's, yeah right. because it scared the fuck out of me and and all the stuff um yeah. you know my if my child runs out into the road that's gonna scare the fuck out of me but is that demonic no. So it's just, it's our nature to, you know, freak out when we stretch, yeah. right? When yeah. our mind stretches, we freak out, we panic because our ego's like, oh my God, I'm not in control. What the fuck? And so, yeah. Yeah. and so that doesn't mean that these people are not terrified in their experiences. Yes, they are scared and that's valid. But once they have, can, can come to an understanding of what's really happening, I guarantee you that would shift. It would yeah. shift.
1: Why do you think these things are allowing us to see them now? Because
2: it's time—it's time to wake
1: up. Yeah, right.
2: Yeah, we can't live like this forever. Who's it serving? We're tearing fucking each other apart. Right. Yep.
1: It's time the to plan. So right. Yeah. It's just so interesting because it's like we've all known that they're there because we've seen yeah. them, you know. Yeah. Including Adam and I, you know, we both we both had a, a UFO experience separate from one another. And they, these things could obviously make it to where they could be incognito and, uh, you know, and so now, you know, I raise my brow at why our government obviously is, uh, is now copping to the fact that these things are real, although we've known it the entire time, but my, I'm always like, yeah, there's this sinister underlying reason for them, um, to get involved now, um, which I mean, we could all speculate why that is, but, um, yeah, so I want to
2: definitely knows because I've even, um, <laughs> yeah, they, the government totally knows. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. it's crazy. Some of the information, sometimes I'll get information. I'm like, why do I need to know that? And then like later I go, oh, that's why I needed to know that. Right. It's so, yeah. And so I go, oh, okay. Well, cause at the time it seemed random, but then like later again, I put the pieces together and I'm like, oh, that's why you told me that. Okay. Whatever. Um, but I've seen, I was in Utah and I spent a lot of time in Utah, actually, because I have family there too.
1: Okay. What part? And, what part? Because we've got some folks you know, out there. What's yeah. That?
2: So I was, uh, I was in Provo Springville area, but okay. I was also in Eureka, Utah, which is like the tiniest little town ever out by uh, the Towillow Army Depot.
3: Okay. So
2: there was things going on. I, the first UFO experience I had was actually in Utah.
3: Wow. And.
2: Um, and then one time I saw a Draco reptilian male walking in a backyard when I went to go pick up my daughter and I was like, what the fuck, what are you doing here? Like it was intense. Like it was, he only let me see his face. He said that the rest of his body would have freaked me out too much. Um, so I trust now I know what his body looks like and it would have freaked me out at the time, but at the time, he just showed me only his face. So it looked like a floating black, like floating head in the backyard. Okay. Because Whoa. the backyard was completely pitch black when I went to pick up my daughter that day, right? So I'll just tell you the story. I, I was on my way to pick up my daughter. Um, She was in Santa Quinn, Utah. Uh, she was, it was dark already. It was cold. And um, I pulled my truck up like this. So my headlights are just blaring into the backyard. But the backyard's pitch black. I mean, it's it's night outside, right? Yeah. And yeah. it was there was it wasn't a clear night, so it was like really dark. Um, so I'm on the porch, knocking on the door, waiting for her to open it. And when I'm waiting there, I turn and face my attention towards the backyard where my lights are headed. And I don't know why I turned at that moment when I did. However, it makes sense now. And this floating black, this floating Reptilian face is just floating like he's walking like this. Wow. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why are there floating heads in the backyard? I'm like, just like, what in the world? And when I looked at him, we made dead eye contact. He knew what he was doing when he when he showed himself. Wow. He did it on purpose. And um, And I can talk about that some, too. And so we locked eyes. His face was red and yellow. It did not look like ours. It was very, like, leathery. It looked like somebody was in the backyard with like a painted face. Like okay. it's, it's kind of almost what it looked like. Okay, wow. But his skin wasn't like ours. It was very bumpy and leathery, and it was like all it was like all red and then half yellow this way. His eyes were a little bit different, but they were really dark. And I was like, um, okay, floating head in the backyard, whatever. And then my daughter opened the door, so I was just like, all right, I'll just think about that later. I'll get back to it later. And so that was quite an experience. Like to just like yeah. see some floating head in the backyard.
1: Wow. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Utah is, seems to be a pretty, uh, high volume of activity out. in Yeah. Well,
2: yeah. And I would say that, um, here's the thing with, with things that are higher, uh, higher, like higher, uh, sea elevations. Like when you get to, um, there's something that thins the veil. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I have this theory of my own that like, you know, certain elevations and things like that and make it, it's kind of like in October, everybody talks about the, the veil being thinner, um, all house leave and all this stuff. It's very similar to that. Like there are certain times, certain peaks where it makes it easier to tap in. And I can tell, I can tell you even as a psychic that practices every day that when I'm in Utah, my gifts feel completely different.
1: Wow. Mm. You mean heightened or Heightened. Wow, interesting. Mm-hmm. That I'm is heightened. that is fascinating.
2: I was actually, um, you know, during those years, I was actually homeless, and I just want to touch base on this too because I wish, I wish there was some cool thing I could say like, oh, I was on drugs or I was tripping on acid or whatever, and it like there was some cool party story or something to make excuses for all these experiences. But I've been sober since like 2012. Wow. that's great. <laughs> so it's like, I can't even be like, Oh, I was on drugs and whatever. No, I can't. I don't even have that as an excuse. Like <laughs> that's, I, I can't even like fall back on that. Yeah. So it's like, mm, no, no cigarettes, no drugs, no alcohol, no nothing eating vegan, like all this stuff, super holistic. So it's like, well, yeah, I can't even, I can't even go there. But when I was uh, homeless during those times, There was, um, I had, there was an experience I had where this huge, there, it was like a huge garage door looking thing kind of opened up in the middle of the mountain. And it was crazy. The stuff that I saw that night. So I'm happy to share that experience. If y'all want to hear about that too. Oh
1: Oh, yeah.
2: I'm already kind of touching base on it.
1: I mean, why not? Yeah. 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 Fire away.
2: (laughs) Okay. So I was, um, I was homeless, like I'd mentioned. I'd been home, dealing with a lot of homeless homelessness after my daughter died um, mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. I couldn't fucking function. Couldn't keep my shit together. Right? Yeah, yeah. And it's not like I had family I could go stay with because everybody was toxic and on drugs, and I didn't want to do that. So I chose sure. homelessness over that. Sure. Yeah. And so um, <clears throat> I parked on on the side of the freeway um, on a dirt road back by some farms. And the reason why I parked there to sleep was because yeah. Um, it was by a gas station down the road, and all the truckers would park there. So I felt, well, that's the safest place for me. then I'll just park right in the middle of all these truckers. Nobody's gonna fuck with me there, right?. Yep. So that was my thought process. So one night i'm I'm out there, and I'd stayed up a little later that night, and i was I was grieving and going through all kinds of problems. And the weirdest thing happened. I It seemed like all of a sudden everybody was asleep, like the whole fucking world. And Mm. I was like, what in the world? And I was up late. Don't get me wrong. I was up. I was probably, I was probably like one. It was after midnight for sure. Um, And at this point, I remember seeing, uh, so where I was parked was in Springville. So you're like in the valley, right? So it's like a bowl and all the mountains are around it. So I was parked by the freeway. So like if I looked out of the mountains, it was, God, it had to have been, an hour away drive, right? Like yep. it was still. Hard. And so even with that distance, there was, you know, here's the base of the mountain and here's the top.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So in the middle, smack dab in the middle of the mountain, this huge fucking door opens like a garage door, right? Like it just kind of opens yeah. and there's this. un godly like not normal bright light peering out of it into the whole valley of utah wow and i'm like how the fuck does nobody see this but me there's no way yeah right so it was just really strange and i was like what is going on so i'm watching this thing open now on the on the left side of that light that had that door had that had opened was a ledge and all of a sudden this thing came over the ledge and it was a chariot it was a horse-drawn chariot that was fucking enormous. Because you have to remember, I'm seeing this from a long ways away. Yeah. yeah. And it was big even from there. So in in hindsight, it would have been enormous in person, right? Yeah. Uh, close. So it's huge, and it was all it was like all these lights. It was like fire and light, and that's how I could. It's like okay, if you see a Santa Claus sleigh in somebody's yard, you only know what it is because it's outlined by the lights. Right. That's what this looked like. It was a horse-drawn carriage with a knight on the back, fire, flames, and light. And that's all, that's all I could explain. Wow. And it came over this ledge, stopped, and then it went backwards. It didn't turn around. It just went in reverse. It was so bizarre. Wow. And then I was like, what the fuck is going on? Well, then after that, I noticed that the stars around me, well, I thought they were stars, started moving right in front of my truck. And I was like, "Oh my god!" And so I realized in that moment it was Galactic Guides coming in for me, and um, and then I saw their shadows like rush around my truck, and I was like, "Oh my god, yes! Fucking beam me up, motherfuckers! I'm ready. Let's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, oh, yeah, like I was going through the worst shit in my life. I was like, "Fucking check me out for yeah. sure! I'm so ready." And I didn't realize when that happened. That they had already done their job and and then I woke up um several hours later and I was pissed what the fuck I'm still here like you assholes like you left me I was so mad yeah but right after that they'd already come in to raise my vibration that's why they were there right after that I wasn't homeless I got off. Um, I was taking. I think there was like two more medications I was still taking at the time. I quit taking those, Great. and um, I like all kinds of stuff. Like miraculous stuff just happened right away. Wow! And uh, my vibration changed. I I publicly came out as a psychic like three months later. Wow! Finally, finally admitted it to myself and the world. Wow. And so like they totally gave me this boost and that's why they were there but at the time I was like yes get me the fuck out of here like and they're like yep sorry no you still have work to do <laughs> so that's, yeah wow
1: wow 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 that's mm-hmm. man that's a lot that's a lot yeah. in that yeah did you there's a
2: lot like there's a lot to unpack
0: there
1: no for sure i mean did you so obviously you feel like they were there to help in some way like oh, Ra- yeah. like you said yeah. raise your vibration um and and then like the whole idea of being a psychic like like once you came you figured out what it was you're calling or whatever you want to call it um how did your life change and what did that do for you i mean oh
2: wow yeah um i'll tell you it changes everything when you're not constantly using all your all of your energy and resources to hide right cuz when you wear all those masks it's fucking heavy It's heavy, it's excruciating And you never get to just relax And like, just be yourself You're having to keep face for Everybody Mm -hmm. and for yourself Because you don't even want to look at yourself And listen, I didn't want to look at myself Grief is fucking ugly Nobody Mm -hmm. wants to look at that shit It's fucking horrible And so yeah, I would say everything about my life changed Because it was like a huge uh, Weight that I just put down Mm -hmm. Cool, Right. put that shit down And walk off Awesome. <laughs> what a relief.
1: <laughs> so in a lot of ways in the, in that really difficult time, it helped steer you in the direction that your life is in now. I mean, that's what yeah. it sounds like. And that's, yeah,
2: absolutely. That is amazing. And now, and now I get to help people. I almost call it a privilege. I do call it a privilege because even my daughter, um, and a lot of people might not understand this, but even her loss and her, um, Her sacrifice for this mission was was a privilege, because now I've been able to go back and even help other people in types of grief that most people can't resonate with. Um, And 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 uh, toxic relationship, you know, um, recovery, especially narcissists. I specialize in that, too. And now I also get to help people as a psychic medium uh, discipline their own abilities and tap learn to tap into their own stuff because we all have it. We just don't all
1: right. know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And you're looking at a couple of guys that don't have really, the, I mean, we've had experiences, but like it's the psychic thing is just, um, it's like, I, I, it's one of those things where I know that there's, there's an ability deep down inside. I know that cause I felt some things, but it's very, very difficult to, um, I guess for a lay person to, um, understand what that is and how to unlock that, you know, um, and do it responsibly, I think also.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And that's understandable because there's a lot of people out there that give us psychics a bad name because they abuse and manipulate and Mm -hmm. use it for not good things. And those people suck. (laughs) I'll straight up say it. Like they suck and they, they give us uh, others of us bad names, you know, um, for sure.
0: Yeah, I'm still waiting for uh for my mutant powers to manifest.
2: Oh yes. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Do you but, have
2: any special ones that you want?
0: Oh no, I just you know, uh I don't know. I don't I, I mean I don't have any kind of as far as like, you know, as far as like a psychic ability, I don't know of any I don't really know if there's anything that I would want, to be honest with you. Yeah, because um, I mean I'm I feel like I'm fairly um, naturally just like um, like it's somewhat of an empath empathetic like I'm very sensitive to other people and I you know I I try to help people however I can generally mm-hmm. um, and you know I just I think that I I just I don't know I don't know at this point in my life I think that having any kind of other uh i don't know i don't know i i i i I, 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 that's my answer yes is i just don't know
2: okay and that's fair enough because that leaves a lot of territory for you to discover
0: yeah yeah yeah
2: really cool that's exciting because you get to like make what you want out of it and also for the record i think both of you are using this platform to give other people voices i say that's a pretty big superpower
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so too. I That's agree. And, and that was the intention, really, um, behind it. Is we wanted to provide the platform for people to talk about the stories that they might not normally share because you know people will, you know, think they're weird or you look at them sideways or whatever, and you know. We've known each other all our lives and there were still stories that we hadn't heard each other share. Like, you know, when Barry told me about his uh, UFO experience, it was like probably on our second or third episode of this show. I hadn't heard it. And, you know, like I said, we've known each other all our lives. So, yes,
1: it's just one of those things. You just like no one is going to believe me. Why even talk about it? And I know that that that, you probably get those people that come to see you that are like, no one Um, understands what I'm trying to say. No one gets it. And you are the beneficiary of people that come and talk to you. I'm sure that you have that.
2: Yeah. A lot of people um, open up to me because it's a safe space. Right. Mm -hmm. And they go, well, this chick's definitely going to believe me because you know they don't have to feel like they have to defend themselves they get mm-hmm. to truly be authentic authentic in that safe space and yeah, here right. let me help you let me help you navigate this because i'll loan you some courage while you figure this shit out
1: wow. right yeah. like that's really wow. what it comes down to how does that, that yeah go ahead no 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 go ahead
0: i was going to say and that's what a coach does you know i mean you're a right. life coach and and that's what they do. They they
2: well, right? Because when how much more confidence do you have in yourself when you know you don't have to do this shit on your own? That's mm-hmm. where that courage comes from. Cool, she's got my back, and I've got somebody to bounce this off of. That right there is all people need is that safety. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that's they, huge. They do all the work on them on their own. You just give them the platform, and there they go.
1: Yep. Yep. That's huge. Yeah, because we all like I think COVID too taught us that you know, uh, not having the ability to be out and be talking with one another on a regular basis. I think it, 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 it did a number on a lot of people. And, um, I just, I, you know, it, it's made me value friendship more than anything and the ability to communicate with people and to be able to help people like you've been helping them and like, like, like you do. Um, I'm sure that's an amazing thing for people. Can you talk a little bit about that process? Like somebody gets in touch with you and they, they're trying to figure things out. Do you have a program that you go through or what's your situation there?
2: So most of the time when people get in touch with me now, I do these Facebook lives. Um, Mm -hmm. I've been, I've only been doing it for a couple months. Um, So I come on Facebook and sometimes I'll have some chat about normal everyday life and I'll do some live Q&A or sometimes I have guest speakers a lot now too. Um, And so people, when they get a hold of me, it's usually like, hey, I want a reading. What do you see in my future? How can I, you know, how can I work through these life things that are going on? They want answers, um, which is fine. I'm happy to give that. But the other part of me is like, you know, I don't want to enable people. I want you guys to realize you've got the fucking answers and let's teach you how to get to them, right? So I'm also a mentor and a coach because I don't want you to just have the answers. I want you to know how to prepare yourself for this shit so you don't have to keep calling me up and giving your power over to me or someone else. You've got what you need in you. You just don't trust yourself. And so I want people to trust themselves. Let's get you there. And so, yeah, I have programs where I mentor people uh, and we work through, you know, whatever that program is that they, they need it tapered to be. Um, Sometimes it's grief, you know, reconstruction of grief. Sometimes it's uh, gaining your confidence after a narcissist has torn your life apart. Um, And sometimes it's just, you know, um, maybe I need to heal through these anxieties and depression. All right, cool. Let's do that.
1: Yeah. Wow. That's fantastic. That's like every other thing that, you know, a lot of times like um, people don't want to come to other, you know, their friends and bother them with their problems. Mm -hmm. And that's great that you have that ability to help.
2: Yeah, I appreciate that. And it didn't come easy (laughs) because, you know, like I said, I don't, um, you know, I had to, I learned a lot about myself for sure. And um, I had to make some of the hardest decisions in my life. Uh, even when it came to family, Um, you know, not having connections with my family, things like that, because I don't give a fuck if you're blood or not. If you are toxic to my process, there's a fucking door,
3: period. Mm, So Mm -hmm. people
2: get to learn, you know, confidence comes in those boundaries. When you learn where to draw that line, there's nothing that, there's nothing that feels better than when you can empower yourself. Mm -hmm. And when people don't get to take advantage of you or bully you or push you around. Mm -hmm. And that's what people need to feel. They need to feel that safety right there.
1: I think that a lot of that comes when you're a kid and you're, whatever, you're, you're growing up in a weird situation where you, the boundaries are weird, they're strange, they're mm-hmm. unestablished. Um, uh, everybody, I don't care how great of a situation you came up in, the only thing that you can pray for is for as little of a stain to be left on you as possible. And, yeah. and some of us have larger stains than others, and it's unfortunate But if you're, I think part of life is is realizing where you're at, realizing where you need to get to, and having the ability to see who can help you get to where you want to be. And that is profound that you're someone that's able to do that for people because that's a gift in itself. Regardless of all your other gifts, helping people is a... I think it's one of life's missions, like individually. Yeah. 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 Being Being of service. service.
2: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, because the whole, the, I actually just talked about this the other day. Somebody asked me, well, what's the whole meaning to life? Well, it's fucking love. That's all it is. It's love. It's learning to love yourself, learning to love others. And love doesn't always feel good. Love doesn't, you know, when, um, the universe gives us challenges, it's not because you're being punished. It's not because, oh, you fucked up and you're, you're being punished and there's this karmic horrible thing from a past life or what that's horseshit. Right. That is bullshit. Things happen to help us grow and evolve. That is love.
1: Right. Yeah. got to get your armor on. Got to get toughened up. Got to take a couple in the face today so that you're able to see things a little bit clearer, man. I'm a, I'm a firm believer in that for sure.
2: Well, if you're driving down the road, right. And, um, you're supposed to take a left turn, but you keep taking a right turn. Does that mean you're being punished? No, it just means until you take that left turn, you're right. going to keep having the lesson right. of taking the right turn. Right. You just going to redirect. And so that's literally what growth is. It's like, just yeah. figure it out, figure it out. I'm going to keep showing this lesson until you figure it out. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You're going to turn into some oncoming traffic for a little while until you yeah. figure out how to until go the other direction.
2: You could have just turned left. <laughs> right. Like,
1: right.
2: yeah, <laughs> it's, that's literally like, it's, uh, I mean, that's the best way I can put it. You know,
1: that is so true. Mm hmm. I can think of a few times in my life when that's been the case. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I should be doing this smash. Okay. Right. I guess I'm not supposed to be doing this redirect, you know? Yes. Yeah,
2: that that's exactly right. Like, and, and the fact that you question it ahead of time, that's your intuition saying, don't do this. Right. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. And, and, but most of us just go, ah, oh, whatever, I'm going to do it anyway. That's literally how it works.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's that um, that's that whole like Buddhist thing about like preparing for death, you know, like the, you know, like, like monks spend there, like any other religion, but you know, I, I'm just using them as an example that, you know, their whole, their whole goal is to try to, through meditation, try to get themselves, their, their mind, their spirit prepared for the the moment in time when you're, your soul leaves your body and you're met with all of these issues, you know entities and things and how do you decide to to deal with these different things you know that 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 sort of is going to dictate where you come back and going kind of back to a little earlier in our conversation you had this idea of like or at least this is what i heard um we're kind of these these souls that are out there and then we sort of incarnate into whatever it may be uh, we're humans right now but it could be whatever um I, that is fascinating to me because Adam and I have had this conversation too about re you know reincarnation those things. It's like I just don't think that when we die that the soul just stops.
2: Yeah, it definitely doesn't. Um, and I would say you know just for the sake of conversation, a lot of times I um, I describe Earth as. Pretty much like a purgatory right because it's mm. like a school we're all coming here to evolve but let me tell you something my soul is tired i've been here way too fucking many times yeah and i happen to know for a fact that i'm on my last life yeah. after this i have a teaching job so yeah <laughs> it's in a it's in a different capacity but i won't be human again and so i'm like yes let's get this shit over with <laughs> like, <laughs> <get there. laughs> so yeah i i'm definitely a big believer in reincarnation for sure
1: interesting that's great Oh.
0: damn
1: yeah what a, what, a, I, what, a, what, a, what a what a what a great conversation
0: yeah yeah this has been a really again this has been uh, very unique uh for most of our compared to most of our our shows but i mean Just so much and i yeah, yeah. You, i know you've, you've had so many experiences it's like I mean we're obviously we're definitely gonna have to have you come back oh, well, and share awesome. more stories for yeah. sure. Yes,
2: I would love to. Uh, I mean, like cause. I said, I've got forty-three years of experiences and I'm 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 attached to it. So like yeah, yeah, you yeah. Get me every day, I'm always getting new ones every day.
1: Sure. How can people get in touch with you and, and like anything you want to promote or you know however people yeah. you know you want people to get in touch?
2: So I have a website, it's called exordiumhealing.com. Um, and so I don't know if y'all put those links or whatever in your, in your stuff, but I'll send you that too. So it's okay. exordiumhealing.com. And then I can be found on Facebook. I have a business Facebook page called Exordium Healings and my profile, my normal profile is April DeMille. So okay. yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm doing lives, which has been new and um, I'm, I'm just barely trying to like wanting to, uh, uh, breach into the YouTube world. So we'll see how mm-hmm. that works. Cool. Uh, yeah. So we we'll see I think, how
1: that goes. I think it'd be great because I hear that, honestly, like if you're doing this type of thing, where like you're you know out there and you're speaking, like I think people will gravitate toward that. I really do. On, I actually on,
2: wanted to get into public speaking, and I've had a couple friends. Uh, tell me that I should podcast. And I was like, Yeah, I really should. Yeah. So that's my that might be something I scratch the surface of mm-hmm. soon too.
1: And you can you can film that also, you know, do your video with that. And so yep. people have options to either listen or do the video thing, you know? Yeah,
2: yeah. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. I think that's what Lisa does actually, because I, so, I was yeah. on hers and I think she does hers that way.
1: Yeah, it's great. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for hanging out and I mean yeah. you yeah. have such an interesting life.
2: <laughs> <laughs> i'll take that as a compliment i no, yeah oh, no
1: absolutely yeah, yeah no. thank
2: you
1: good awesome yeah yeah entertaining
0: man for sure yeah yeah
2: i would say entertaining for sure probably
0: true Oh, <laughs> really uh, april thank you again for joining us i'm fl- f- glad we finally were able to to get the everything aligned uh so that we can get this done it's been it's been well worth the wait and Totally like I said we'll definitely have you back on yeah because uh, I mean I, I, we'll have to get back on because I don't know how many stories we got to we got but we just had such a great conversation all around yeah yeah um, that, yeah I think that we, we definitely need you back to share some
2: well maybe next time I come I come back I can talk about um, you know uh dream discovery because I tend to specialize there too and what cool. what dreams mean and how to have control. Oh. Oh, How that. to have control in dream walking and astral and all that. And also there's fun stories like um when I've seen cats walk through portals. So
0: nice.
1: all
0: of yeah. awesome, awesome. I've got all sorts of crazy dreams. Some of them I remember or I write down and uh and then I send them to uh I send them to a friend Bobby uh because she likes to dream and read them because they're really strange. And then I've got a, another friend I just send them to. Uh just because they're just like, what is it? You know, they're like and I explain this is a dream and I have to send yeah. it to somebody. So you're the one of two people that get these things. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh.
2: Well, I think it's great that you're writing them down because I've yeah. been I've been recording mine for almost thirty years. And so wow. it's there is so much information there. Like I think it's such a good practice.
0: Yeah, there's a lot I can There's a lot of things that I can unpack immediately that are surface level stuff that like, okay, I, this happened because I talked about this with somebody a day or two ago, or I watched this on TV or something about you know I read this, something like that that's that's part of the the gigo you know thing the garbage in garbage out part of dreams where your brain is cycling through information you know kind of filtering out what you everything that's taken in that you perceived or didn't perceive on, yeah. the, on the big level you know and then it just and it kind of you know cycles it files it away or does whatever it does with with it and then there's the other part where it's just like I don't know why I'm you know, with these two guys I went to high school with that I never really hung out with too much after, you know, in high school or whatever, but they're here with me and we're in, in some town and uh I see some girl that I'm supposed to know who I don't know, but I know I know her. <laughs> and then I and like you know, I pause to you know at one point I I pause and I'm like, Oh, my hat's on backwards. I look like a dick. So I, you know, turn my head my hat around and then I proceed to like Talk, try to be smooth and talk to this girl, but also try to figure out where I know her from. That was a recent one. Um, and
2: uh, Well, and it's discerning. It's a practice to discern between you know what we're absorbing through our day yeah, yeah. and what's actually like messages and access to our past lives and alternate mm-hmm. realities because there's so many things going on there. And so that's, yeah, I think that would all be great stuff to talk about.
0: Awesome. Cool, cool. I'll try to... Re- re- Remember to write more down, or find some old ones that I've yeah. written down, and uh, you know we can talk about that sometime. Yeah, I'm,
2: I'm game. I'm totally game.
0: Cool. Because because enough time will pass that I will not remember anything about why maybe <laughs> you know, what, what the what it was. This would be all relatively new information. So, cool deal. Awesome, well, April. Thanks again yep. for joining us. This has been this has been great.
2: Yeah, thank you. I had so much fun with you guys.
0: Good, good. We're glad. (laughs) And that's the day I became a man. (laughs) Oh, Sorry, Weirdsville, didn't see you there listening to Barry and Mind's conversation. But hey, we'll save that one for another time. But we do want to hear your stories about growing up, all your high school hijinks, all of your childhood rivalries, your sibling rivalries, your revenge on the siblings, all those fun family affairs, all the good times, all the laughter, all the stories you share around the Thanksgiving spread or the holidays a meal or the, the night before where everybody goes out to the bar and gets lit seems like that's some kind of tradition so contact us through our email wiwspod at gmail.com instagram facebook twitter and also you call and leave us a message at 513-909-9821 hey let's get back to that story Wow, April! Uh, thank you, for, thank you for for being here and sharing all that. There's just so much, and of course, I know you know. There's a whole lot more where, that, where all that came from. Um, I mean, you know, we, we got every we got ghosts, we got we got Bigfoot, we got you know aliens and and fairies, and, and just the ability to see and perceive. Um, Beyond the veil, beyond dimensions, and it seems like, you know, through space and maybe time even, I don't know, man. But, like, that is a quite a unique talent and, I, you know, certainly one that neither one of us has. No,
1: absolutely not. And it's cool that she helps people with her gift, too, and mm-hmm. she's able to to work in that way. Again, that must be rewarding for her. And, um, you know, anytime people are, are willing to help other people, that is an inspiring story. And, you know, we always enjoy having people that come on and, and share those experiences with us. It allows us to, you know, walk a mile in their shoes and, uh, and just, and, you know, be able to, you know, come together and and uh, have a good time. That's what we do here.
0: Yeah, using your your abilities, whatever they are, whether it's you know these these uh, psychic abilities, paranormal abilities, or you just have uh, you know, uh, or not just have, but you have ability for art or for or acting or for uh, politics or for something to help anything that you can use that you have these talents that are an in, innate natural to you that you use cultivate and use to help out um, other people. You know, that's the ultimate thing. That's the ultimate
1: yeah
0: thing to aspire to yeah. is to help people to care to, you know, uplift humanity um uplift and and not just humanity animals too you know but to uplift life make things better you know and 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 that's what definitely what april through her many struggles uh is has done and uh we really applaud that uh in in her and uh and everyone who's out there who's you know you know, being the in moving in that direction with their inspiration and and, yeah. and their actions and their motivations and positive intentions yeah. and getting that out there in the world.
1: Everybody sees things in through their filters and being able to, you know get out there and speak about your story it just helps other people and it's uh it's a cool thing and uh so that's what we do here on this podcast on this podcast if you haven't had the opportunity to come on and you're thinking about it please reach out to us we would love to get you on love to talk to you and it's uh it's a lot of fun when we do this so
0: yeah and we've got um some specials coming up. We've got, you know, for our holiday specials, we've got a Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving episode coming up where we will be talking to uh, a family member who will be joining us here and we'll be sharing stories from our uh past when we grew up together. Uh Barry and uh myself and the mystery family member. Uh and we're not just saying that because we haven't picked up somebody yet, but we do know who it is. Um, I just want to have mystery. <laughs> It'll be you good. Know. It'll be great. It's kind of like, you know, um, what's in the w- the mystery of like what's really in the five layer dip. Um, but, yeah, so w- the idea is that we're going to sit around like you would uh, at thanks- the Thanksgiving table or afterwards playing cards or whatever with the family and just reminiscing and sharing Old stories and laughter, and then maybe even raking up some um, uh, family secrets or, you know, such, um, anything like that. But if you've got anything like that, um, you know, like uh, family secrets or great stories from when you were a kid, tricks you pulled on your parents. Or your siblings, uh, maybe almost. Maybe your siblings almost killed you, or you know, maybe your uh, parents almost killed you by you know accidental neglect, um, or you know anything like that. Good childhood, you know, revenge stories are fun. Um, anything like that, we'd love to hear those. Uh, you can call and leave a message on the hotline, uh, which is 513-909-9821. And uh, you leave us a message there, tell us your story. You can leave it up to three minutes, um, and then call back and continue on. And that's totally cool. We'll take that uh, sound bite and we will play that here on the air. And then we will laugh and we will uh, cry and we will, just as we normally would uh, with just a pre-recorded message from you, the listener. Or you can email us. you can write your story out, uh, and we can have it read on a future episode. Uh, because it won't be this episode because we haven't got your story yet. And we need it for a future episode so that it can be read. You see how that works? And, you know, Barry, it, whenever somebody plays this particular episode and they hear me say that, it's always going to be right because there's always going to be a future episode. Right? Absolutely, absolutely. And there's always going to be a need for hearing stories from our friends and family and fans and listeners out there in Weirdsville and the rest of the world and the rest of Galaxy uh, for now and to perpetuity per- till the end of time. I think I just made up a word. I don't think I got that right. Perpetuity. I think that was per- tu- no. perpetuity? Way, I- perpetuity? Uh, thank no you. Right? Yeah. yeah, I've been missing words today. Okay. Uh, sometimes hey, that happens. You I know? get it. Me too. Me too. Um, but uh, been, until then, we still we're going to need to hear your stories. We want to talk to you guys, and we want to be putting out episodes, and that you can hear and 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 feel and laugh and love and emote and wonder to, uh, and to you know uh, uplift your life and others to be thankful for. Uh, see what I did there. Thanksgiving's coming up. To be thankful for and happy for, and all of that stuff. Uh, we, you know, we, we just love good stories. We love talking to you guys. Um, you know, we, we love the weird. We love the funny. We love the uh, e- epic adventures. We love the uh, near misses. All that good stuff. Uh, just uh, you know, come on, join us, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk. And some, I don't know if someone's tapping at my door. Or somebody's ghosts. knocking upstairs. Can you hear it? I can, yeah. Okay, good. So it's not just me. All right. Well, I'm off to investigate. That. <laughs> <laughs> be careful. Thank you. And then we'll we'll uh, we'll be back next week at the same time, the same place uh with the mystery guest for thanksgiving to share family secrets uh or funny stories or what have you and you know you can also get those in so we can play those all right weirdsville uh be safe be weird as always if you have a weird story we want to hear it if you have a lot of them